Welcome to, welcome back to Total Spot Fest. This is JJ Brownlee. That is not, that is Jamie Faulkner. We are coming at you here. We got a whole lot of stuff going on here. We went to a wrestling show this past weekend. Uh, broke a cherry in, in St. Louis. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> busted. It's busted. Well, it was it was a family show. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, went to went yes. to went to a wrestling show over the weekend. A uh, lot of stuff going on. We got uh, pay per views happening up here pretty soon for a bunch of people and some big debuts. So, absolutely, we're gonna get all into it. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. As I always like to say, uh, we do appreciate you just giving us some of your time. Uh, if it's your first time here. Hi. JJ, Hello. that's Jamie. We'd love it if you Hello. hit that little subscribe button down below or just hit the like. You know, hit the like. The like the like is great. You can like and too. subscribe. It helps you us can hit out them both. a lot. It's free. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, drop a comment down below. If you're listening to us, not on YouTube, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Total Spot Fest. So, Jamie, how sure. has your week been? It was Halloween this past Monday. It was. It was awesome. Um, I scared lots of little kids and got yelled at by two parents. So it was a successful Halloween. I love it. So 40, 40 some, something, some years on the third. I'm trying, I'm trying not to throw your ages out there, but whatever. Everybody knows we're old. 42. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're up there. Um, 42 years on this earth and still getting yelled at on Halloween. <laughs> hey, but it's for different reasons now. So like egging somebody's house or TPing you know, somebody's house, it's, because I have a fake chainsaw and a pig mask, and I'm running up and down my yard scaring kids. <laughs> Who knew? It's, it's Halloween, y'all. I actually, because uh, I, I we talked about this, I think, off the stream, but it's like my neighborhood uh, is one of those ones where, you know, there's some kids, but they just don't they don't trick or treat here. My neighbor even said that. I was like, now we're going over to 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 my to my like cousin's house or whatever, you know, because they get so I in. Five years of living here, I've had I think three trick or treaters, and that was all just like one year, right? So I never have trick or treaters. Um, so I actually was just because, like I said, we did go to a, a show on Sunday, so I just laying low on Monday night. And uh, one of the one of the streamers I follow, they were doing a uh, uh, Halloween movie marathon on on Discord. I was like, sure, I ain't doing anything else, right? So I actually watched uh, the new It's one and two. Not bad. I did not mind them at all. I love the first one. The second one was okay. I thought the second one had... I, I, I never read the book. I didn't see the original miniseries. I've all done right. both. All right, so all y'all out there, don't crucify me, but it is what it is. I'm not a horror guy, right? Um, first one I thought was great. The second one I thought had a lot of promise, and I liked the setup for it. Mm -hmm. It drug on, and... I did not like the whole third third act of it, you know? Oh, I agree. It's like they actually got to the fight of doing all the things, and it's just like the first one, the fight wasn't long with the kids, but it was poignant, and it had a purpose, and, you know, it was, it was good. Mm -hmm. So, But I, all in all, I did like them. So, hey, that was good stuff. Cool. So that was our movie talk for this week here because uh, we wrapped up our Scottish Spooky Season movies. But do let us know. We can always dive back into it. We might do Christmas movies. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. We will end with Die Hard. Just so you know. That is, that is the – I always do. I mean, I was talking with my so dad and my stepmom. Christmas Eve. 
Yeah, because they're they're like we're trying to figure out because my my dad still preaches, right? You know, so sometimes he preaches on christmas eve sometimes does it on christmas day that affects our plans so it's like are we gonna get together and do gifts and all that on christmas eve christmas day afternoon well, when are we gonna do it right so they're like well we could do it this year that way we could we could go to dinner um <clears throat> after your father's done with church and then we can come back on christmas day do gifts i go yeah that works out better for me because we do gifts on christmas eve it's so late and then i have to go home and watch die hard and they're like you still go you watch die hard like i have to watch die hard on Christmas Eve. That is my tradition. <laughs> yeah, we we watch a Christmas story and Die Hard. That's it. Yep. I usually catch Christmas story and and Christmas vacation sometime in passing. They're on eight thousand times. Mm-hmm. Did you see that they had did you see the trailer for the new Christmas story? No. I'm not a fan. Do I want to? Oh, you should check out the trailer. Okay. It's on Will Hulu. I hate it? You will hate it. Uh, it's Ralphie. Okay. It's the guy who played Ralphie. Oh, and okay. he's now an adult with kids. And his father passed away. So they're back in their hometown. It's in the 70s now. He's okay. trying to give sense. the kids a, a... It's basically National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation scaled the fuck down with a lot of like callbacks to A Christmas Story. Mm. Yeah. All right. That sucks. Now I said I set the bar incredibly low. Let's uh, <laughs> let's pivot <laughs> swiftly. And once again, give us a comment if you guys liked uh, our little spooky season movie review thing that we did. I know this is a wrestling podcast, we're going to talk about wrestling, but uh, like I said, we do we do like your feedback. We like doing some other stuff from time to time. So mm-hmm. true wrestling. So this wrestling. weekend was our premiere Glory Pro show. Mm-hmm. Sure was. It was awesome. A lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We went with our friend Robin. Hey, Robin. Hello, Robin. And uh, yeah, it's a mid day of it. It was a you know, easy drive, uh, rainy day, you know, rainy drive, but you know, went to went over to St. Louis. Um, I do have to. Okay, so elephant in the room. We didn't do well on our food situation. <laughs> yeah, we were over on the food. We did not bad. do good at all. So Jamie picked a place, you know, he's on Google. He's like, this place sounds good. Let's go here. You know, I was like, okay. So we, and I got like 15,000 turns, right? Get to it. Meh. It wasn't that At great. best. At best, man. And it had it, like a 4.3. It's like, hey, this is decently rated. And was, the food sucked. Yeah, uh, the toasted ravioli was the best part. And those are... Those come like prepackaged and you know frozen, so <laughs> they weren't even good. I had an empty one. <laughs> you had an empty one, and we had cold marinara, which is always and a, cold uh, marinara. Yeah. Anywho, get to the show. The show was at the South Broadway Athletic Club over in Soulard. For those not familiar with St. Louis, that's the uh, the southern edge, just south of downtown. It's over by where Budweiser is. If you've never been to St. Louis, you at least are familiar with the word Budweiser, I'm sure. Anheuser Busch. Uh, so it's just north of the brewery there. It's a cool little neighborhood. It's very reminiscent of Chicago. I think you know we talked about. Yeah, that. yeah, definitely got the Chicago vibes for sure. Right. It's got that upper Midwest feel to it. You know, because St. Louis is an old city. But anyway. Uh, good place for a wrestling show. Fantastic mm-hmm. place for a wrestling show. No, no big, big lighting rig getting in Jamie's face, uh, which was is nice. <laughs> that was real nice. <laughs> the first time in a while that has happened. But the show was uh, three hours long, eight matches. Um, 
a lot of fun. They were quick matches. It was a matinee. It was a family-friendly show. Uh, there, there was a lot of, um, you know, adult things said in the, in the crowd and chants and stuff. But family-friendly show, quote-unquote. But it was, it was great. We saw some really good stuff, too. Absolutely. Like... There were some great matches that, that happened. And hell, the very first match of the entire thing, like when it was on Fight TV, right. was Shaz McKenzie going against Lanny Luck. Like right out of the jump, you did that off. match. And that was a banger. <laughs> banger. Like, my God. That was good. We saw a lot of team ambition. Tootie looked great. Her and uh, Tootie did look great. Uh, De La Suede was it? Is it Rakim De La Suede? Mm-hmm. Rakim De La Suede. Rakim. Rakim. Uh, uh, yes. Who we had seen him in his tag team variation, which is a completely different gimmick. Okay, I seen mm-hmm. him a little bit on Anarchy on uh, on Twitch Journey to Anarchy uh, on Twitch TV, um, <clears throat> but he hasn't developed this character fully. And oh my god, it is like Velveteen Dream was a fantastic idea of a character, right? It was executed mm-hmm. greatly. Just that person is a very bad person. <laughs> Yes. This is like the continuation of that idea. He came out to David Bowie's fame, and instead of fame, everybody yelled suede every time. It was great. <laughs> Sway. It's so good. Um We got we get the pleasure of seeing Bossy. Right to Bossy. <laughs> Or right they, to bussy. Uh, they know. came out right to, as right to censor, and that was their Halloween costume. They came with the right to censor music, and then of course uh, Effie, God bless you, took took the mic and said that you know State of Missouri will not let them you know because you know whatever use that name which we go by you know which of course started at a we want some bussy chant continuously which was even better, <laughs> and Alley Catch, uh, you know. <laughs> Ellie Catch is a national treasure. I'm just going to say it. I love her so much. She is Same. so good. Her facial expression, everything. Oh, everything's fantastic. They got screwed out of winning another tag team title, though. But, I mean, all in all, pretty good stuff. The main event was a banger, a four-way elimination match because of some <clears throat> cards that to change things. They moved some things around, and they put Rohit Raju in it uh, against Kenny Alfonso, our boy. Uh and then Mike Outlaw and the Quad Father Camaro Jackson. That was a that was that's probably my favorite match of the night. Honestly, it was really damn good. Um, it's tough. Like there were some really really good matches. Uh, I really enjoyed Grindhouse going against Bussy. I I that was he, that was fun. Ha- yes. How about Heidi Hauser getting a dub in her triple threat match? Get a dub, yes. Her debut in Glory Pro, getting a dub, and over AF, I mean, Heidi, God bless her, flew into Springfield instead of St. Louis due to some sort of air that that afternoon. But, yeah, I thought that, I mean, everything, all in all, the show was fantastic, you know? Um, yeah. 
I'm and I'm down to go back. Now they they do bi monthly, but they also do some yes. they also do some special shows that they do. So we'll go look into it. Um Give Gloria Pro a follow, y'all. Like it's it's worth a try. Like Dan the Dad, uh, who is in a killer, by the way, last man standing match with Cody Lane. <laughs> yes. Like there was a couple spots in that that made us cringe a little bit. Yeah. Full suplex on hardwood floor. And, <laughs> and that one ladder spot on the outside that they took. <laughs> oh, that was rough. Cody landed in the wrong spot on Dan. And <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. But it Dan was... does a great job. It's his, he's, he's, his, he, he's, he's one of the, he's one of the, the, I don't know how, what, what the breakdown is, but he's part of the, the ownership group or he is the owner, whatever. Glory Pro does a great job. Definitely worth it with a check. They get some really good talent in there. I know Dan Housen frequents there. Of course, um, Effie, Ali catch, um, Ethan page. It's been on a lot of those. Uh, Jake Something was there. We saw Jake Something win for the first time in person, finally. <laughs> that was um, a little weird. <laughs> we saw Heidi and Jake Something win. It was a weird day. Very weird day. I don't remember the last time I saw both of them win. Like I remember we talked we, about the we, we saw Heidi win singles twice. On it was at one show. And we've one never show. seen Jake Something win in person. Very true. Or did he win that thing up at GCW? He was in that like that, like that, like four away. He might have won that. I don't remember. I don't remember. That's regardless. I I just remember that uh, the first table didn't break. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That table and that second table barely broke. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, for a family show, there was a last man standing match. There was a uh, tables match. Lots of good stuff. So give Glory Poe a look and a follow. We got done with that. And so, like I said, we were in Soulard, just south of downtown, just south of the arch, like straight south. You can see it from the sidewalk. There was a white castle four blocks up the way. And JJ's big thing, JJ loves him some white castle, right? I'm a big boy pretty obvious right and my favorite is white castle we don't have white castle in kansas city even though it was founded in kansas there's not a white castle in kansas whatever there's one in columbia wasn't there when i was in college thank god um and of course there are st louis they're all over st louis st louis staple thing right so mm -hmm. there was one down the street and so decision was going to be made do we eat there do we eat in columbia on the way back and I'm like, well, just eat in Colombia because I wasn't super. I wasn't. We, we it wasn't that long since we ate, and we we could have probably done either or, but I figured that'd be good because you go you go about halfway through the state, right? Then go get a bite to eat, stretch your legs, get a little stretch, use the bathroom, right? Knock it all out one shot, right? I'm thinking expeditiously here, right? So we bypass the one that's right down the street, right? Get on the highway, drive back, go to Columbia, go to White Castle, um. Lobby's closed. I'm like, oh shit. All right. Well, we'll just get drive through and just fucking eat in the car. So, like, we'll park over here or whatever. It's fine. Not a big deal. Pull up to the drive through and lady comes on. I'm sorry. Our systems are down. I'm trying to get them back up, but I have no we have no idea when it's gonna be. 
Okay. No White yeah. Castle for JJ. No White Castle for so JJ. So we drove by a steak and shake, which Jamie was pontificating about because the only steak and shakes we have left are nowhere near him. And he hasn't had a steak and shake in years, right? He's like, oh, steak and shake sounds so good. So, like, fine, let's just go to steak and shake. Fuck it, right? Go to steak and shake. Due to staffing issues, the lobby is closed. You have to drive through. <laughs> and, and the drive through line was ridiculous. And we're at this point, we want to sit down and eat. And it was still raining. <laughs> so we're like, fuck it. We're going to Walt. We're going to McDonald's. McDonald's technically was closed, but they didn't lock the door. So we went in there. We ordered food. And we sat our asses down. Like, this is fine. Not a good day for food. Not nearly as good as our uh, all out trip from, you know, Dude, yeah, Chicago before. trip, like, we hit on everything, which is amazing. <clears throat> yeah, on the way up, we on the way back, we just got a shitload of donuts and played Fat Boys in the car. Uh- <laughs> you sure shit did. It was great. <laughs> but, you know, we hit, we, 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 you found a hole-in-the-wall Mexican spot in Springfield, Illinois. We got our deep dish pizza. We found a, a bomb-ass bar with, like, like we could have shared one of those Italian beefs. <laughs> we it should have shared one of those. I couldn't Italian. finish mine. Yeah. Well, we, but this trip, not so much. So hey, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But we will definitely have White Castle the next time we go. If it is 100%. December eighteenth, because they have December two Riz member mm-hmm. coming up, so maybe we'll do that. Yeah, that's right before Christmas. But I'm like, mm, you know, that's. Cause I'm not working. I'm 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 off like the last two weeks of the year, so I don't give a shit. Let's go. To I'm off the last list. week of the year. I'm I off. might take off that week before. Cause do it. I did. I can. You got. You got. You, you, hey, rollover is gonna come up. All right. So that was Glory Pro. Lots of good fun to have with that. Um, like we said, we saw Heidi actually win. Now Heidi is actually uh, very similar to a good fr- to somebody we 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 know that is debuting this week on another promotion, Jamie. That is correct, ladies and gentlemen. There is a certain wrecking ball who is going to be making her women of wrestling or wow, wow, debut Saturday night. Check your local listings around 10 o'clock. Cannot wait. I watched wow again. Another solid week for wow, man. Like, yeah, it's good, man. Wow, solid. Wow, is anybody is- else watching wow yet? That's what I want to know. Well, I, I I know people are. They're getting decent ratings. They're honestly they're getting ratings that are similar to what Rampage is getting. You know, which is crazy. Like it's awesome because it's like a ten o'clock at night too. So it's like a weird ass Saturday night show <laughs> is pulling off like crazy mm-hmm. numbers. But they they're all. But the thing is, two things with that. One, we talked about this before. The distribution. They're basically on hundred percent of if you have TV. If you have a TV deal with anybody, if you have a TV service, right, you can watch WoW. It's pretty much on almost every one out there because it's it's through, like, the CW or what the fuck ever, right? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's syndication, but it's syndicated through them. So it, you have, you know, AT&T, if you have Spectrum, if you have, you know, Hulu TV Plus or whatever the fuck that's called or YouTube TV. Like, I ha- it's on pretty much everything, right? So there's that. Mm-hmm. They have the highest women's demo, women's women's key demo of any promotion. So, it this Absolutely. is totally like for those who say that wrestling is still dominated by men, right? Eighteen to 49 year old men, right? Well, 
here's a promotion that is saying, fuck no, it's not. I mean, you have, like, like you think about NWA. NWA Empower 2 never happened. Trevor Murdoch saying they didn't have enough top tier talent to do it, you know? Uh, we've bitched enough about the AEW women's division and, you know, gone back and forth on others as well, you know, but this is proof positive that women's wrestling sells. It really does. They're getting good ratings on a Saturday night at 10 (laughs) o'clock. It's crazy, but yeah, so just mark your calendars, November 5th, November 5th, Wrecking Ball makes her debut and let's... (sighs) Let's show her lots and lots of love and watch her episode. Yep. She makes her debut. Uh, Reina, Reina Del Reyes. Oh, shit. I fucked that Reina up. Reina Del Rey. Reina Del Rey. I don't know why I said Reyes. Reina Del Rey, uh, number one contender for the WoW Championship. And she's mm-hmm. been on a tear, too. Good friend of ours. Go check out our interview if you haven't already for that. Um, <clears throat> WoW's great. I love WoW. It's a Big good game. watch. And their last episode also had a holiday uh, Halloween special. It was great. <laughs> like it did a little throwback. It was, it was Chef's Kiss. It was awesome. Gotta love holiday. Oh, yeah. so all right. Much love to Wow. But we'll keep giving love to Wow for sure. And you guys, let us know. It's like, right, do you watch Wow? Do you, are you interested in it? Does it pique interest at all? If you haven't watched it, why? You know, let us know. All right. <clears throat> well. We do like to focus not just on those that are making TV and doing all that, but they're doing the grind, right? So every week we like to spotlight an independent wrestler that maybe you've seen, maybe you haven't. Jamie, do you have somebody ready for this week's independent wrestler spotlight? I do, I do, I really do. So this week, it was actually somebody we saw at Glory Pro. I thought I'd just give them a little bit of flowers. Okay. Um, so there's a few things in this world since, you know, it is, it is the Halloween season. I definitely wanted to, yeah, like it's, it was, (laughs) you know, there's things that scare people, right? You know, like everybody's got something they're scared of, you know, like I'm scared of clowns, you know, Megan is scared of every bug under God's creation. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just, it's, I'm just arachnophobic. So. Oh, you're afraid of spiders, huh? I am definitely afraid of spiders, yes. Interesting, because this person is a spider. <laughs> Amazing. And this is none other than the professional spider herself, Blair Onyx. And Blair is based out of Chicago. We have now seen her a total of three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first time we've seen her in St. Louis, obviously. Uh, but she is a Journey Pro alum. Uh, we've seen her wrestle Laney Luck. We've seen her wrestle uh, Shaza. We've seen her wrestle quite a few people. Heather Reckless, we just got to see her wrestle, who's a lot smaller in person than I thought she was. A lot um, smaller. <laughs> she's she's itty bitty. She's fun size. Um, but anyway, Blair Onyx, man, like she is an excellent wrestler, flexible, great gimmick. Uh, I mm-hmm. really dig the, the the spider, you know, how she's able to walk upside down. Uh, she continuously gets better. Like, she posts videos of her, of her matches, and they're also on, on the interwebs, on the YouTubes. Uh, and she's just 
worked really, really hard. And I wanted to make sure that we yeah. just showcase that because she is a stud. And maybe someday we might have her on the show. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, and we've seen and she's been around, like I said, we've seen her of several promotions. I think she's done GCW as well. Um, uh, I know she's done AEW. She's done uh some dark matches for AEW. So yeah, Blair Onyx. I have yet yet to be disappointed in anything I've seen her in. So uh, and she's she's still pretty young too. So she's got nowhere to yeah. go but up for sure. Absolutely, love her. Okay, well, so links down below. Definitely, um, you know, give her a follow. Give her give give, give check her out. Um, yeah, that's a good one, Jamie. Jamie likes to tie him into, you know, the shows around when we when we go to shows. He likes to kind of like pull a little gym out of there too, because we could give a little more insight when we vouch to say that we've seen them. So good call. Yes. Thank you. Well, before we get news to, you before yeah, I have some news. Do you have some news? I have ears for your news okay so before we get to AEW here there has been some stuff going on uh, around the world of wrestling so for some reason past couple of days have been very very heavy with streaming news now this is not ROH uh, weekly program or AEW related I swear but the first bit fell was it over the weekend, I want to say? I don't know. It was a few days ago. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, it was on G- Monday. Oh, it was on Monday. Right. So yeah. it was broken on Fightful Select. Uh, Brett Lauderdale, who's the owner and founder of uh, GCW, was on Fightful Select with Sean uh, SRS and <coughs> Sean Ross Sapp and broke the news that they have signed an exclusive streaming deal with Fight TV Plus. Now, you can still... Get their pay-per-views just regular whenever you want, right? You can go Fight TV, pay your whatever this is for it. Or through Fight TV Plus, you could pay $5 a month or 50 bucks a year if you want to pay the yearly fee to have access to everything. And I mean everything GCW. Their entire catalog of our of shows plus access to every pay-per-view show, every show that they do on Fight TV Plus. That's awesome. Actually, that's a pretty damn good deal. Five bucks a month, you get all the GCW and their back catalog? Oh, if you do the yearly thing, it's even better because it's 50 bucks. Oh. So it's the price of one pay-per-view, basically, for everything. <laughs> and damn. I know. That's... That's a ridiculous deal, right? Oh, so. Yeah. So that opened up the week. GCW, big news, right? We, we've long talked a lot about GCW, super indie. We've called them all sorts of things, right? I think it's just more solidifying that, you know, that they are that modern day ECW, that alternative, bigger independent promotion that still feels intimate, but. I think that's great. So that opened the week. And then yesterday, I was perusing around Twitter when I was on a break at work. 
I came across a lot of news involving IWTV. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar, independent wrestling television, which is what that is, uh, has long been a uh, streaming go-to for a lot of smaller promotions. Journey Pro, I know, used to be on IWTV. Anarchy as well, you know, back before they had their own Twitch channel. Um, a bunch of other ones throughout the nation have been on there. And it's ebbed and flowed for sure over the years. Well, IWTV is making a big push. I have no idea if the whole GCW thing was a catalyst for this or involved. The timing feels a little too sus to say that it wasn't involved. But they went on a tear and <clears throat> using the same graphic and the same language, uh, a bunch of promotions put out there that you know they've been consistently putting out some of the best shows at Insert Your Region here and strive to deliver that to our amazing supporters. We are proud to announce that whatever our promotion is, plans to stay with IWTV or is going to exclusively stream on IWTV. So... IWTV recently had a, had a new app or an update to the app. I can't remember the exact details of their app. But uh, we're talking about West Coast Pro is one of them. Oh. Action Wrestling. Um, I'm going through this here to find the rest of them. Beyond Wrestling. Uh, Guantos Hardcore Crew. Whatever that is. Um... And and there's a couple other ones as well. So it was just it, it was very interesting to see, you know. So a lot of these promotions, like I said, if you if you follow them all, Prestige Wrestling, that was the other one. Sorry. So Prestige Wrestling. Um and there's a couple other ones also, some small ones I hadn't heard of. But if you follow independent wrestling at all, especially if you follow it on Twitter. It's very interesting because my timeline about middle of the day here is when they made the announcement. It had like six or seven of the same looking tweet in a row with the same image, right? But it was all these different little smaller and small medium-sized promotions. I mean, Beyond Prestige are pretty decent-sized promotions. Prestige is pretty definitely. I mean, hell, they got Maki Ito coming in again. I, I think Maki has been to Beyond too, as a matter of fact. Yeah. I, wherever Maki Ito goes, <laughs> you're all about that. West Coast Pro, of course, I know they do find some good shows, but yeah. So, <clears throat> what do you think here, Jamie? Is this the everybody's lining up here? Is this streaming wars starting or something? Because, I mean, GCW being put out there, that's a hell of a deal for a we call them mid major if you want to use that you know, the college sports vernacular, right? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this seems like seems like an arms race to get content and it's been I hopefully it's beneficial to the promotions. What are your thoughts? This is a really good move for IWTV over fight. Um because fight just has everything, right? And everybody uses yeah. fight. And they use it for MMA, for boxing, for all that stuff. And I think this would definitely get IWTV in the conversation now for the small to mediums. Like, uh, Wrestling Revolver's on fight, right? 
well, now since there's streaming available through IWTV and all these things, like, why wouldn't you do that too, you know, and have it on two, mm-hmm. dual platforms or or just go that way because maybe it's cheaper for you, and but you still get all the benefits that you get from Fight. Just Fight is a bigger name. It's, it's, it's one of those things, like, um, perfect examples, like, you can go to Nordstrom to buy a shirt <laughs> or you could go to target to buy a shirt. One costs twice as much as the other one. And it's probably the same damn quality. Uh, there's, there are those who would argue against that depending on what brands you're buying, but I get your point hundred percent. Okay. I'm not going to go buy Versace. Well, I'm just saying, if if, if you're buying like Italian buy Bahama versus you know Target brand house brand stuff, uh, anyway, I mean, I've got house brand Target <clears> stuff <throat> I bought in 1999. It's still <laughs> rocking. We're, we're we're splitting hairs here. Sorry, I think I I didn't mean to butcher your uh, analogy, but <laughs> I kind of did. I'm sorry about that. It's okay. You know. I know this. I know we said. I know I started this off by going. This isn't about AEW or Ring of Honor, but I think everybody in the industry knows that it's just a matter of time, right? It's 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 only a like they're literally the only ones who don't like AEW and Ring of Honor are the only ones who aren't on any sort of streaming service. You know, you can. You can go through YouTube and do the, like the whatever they fuck they call it. You know, I I signed up for it. It's like the inside subscribers, some insiders thing, whatever it is. So it's through YouTube. WWE's got Peacock or not? Yeah, Peacock now. Whatever. Yeah. Um. You know. So now, and now you've got GCW on Fight TV. You got this. It feels like everybody's. It feels like it feels like an arms race. It feels like college football realignment from. 2011 right everybody's trying to like pick you know get into you know what it's like like hot potato or or, um what's the chair game where you go around you sit down in the chair musical chairs musical chairs there (laughs) it feels like musical chairs of sorts where everybody's just trying to get in where they can you know yeah i don't think it's a bad thing Okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to say anything that you you'll you'll squash. So I'm I'm good. No, no, you. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Moving swiftly away from that here. <clears throat> Quick update. Ever since their five and zero start, Ku is winless. Just want to put that out there. Um, mm-hmm. WWE uh, has uh, everybody's favorite pay-per-view coming up uh, this Saturday. Crown Jewel Returns. So exciting. Uh, Now, you've you've been catching some of SmackDown, and I caught, actually, I I think it was on SmackDown this week. It might have been on, I think it might have been, I don't know. But um, I caught uh, a women's tag team title match. Was that on SmackDown? Uh, yes, there was one on, on SmackDown. So the one but, I think uh, I saw was on Raw. 
Oh, you're talking about when the tag titles changed. I was on Raw. Yeah, that was okay. I was with Oscar and yeah, Oscar and Alexa, Alexa Bliss. Bliss. Which hey, good for good for Alexa. But you've been catching yeah. some there. So, have you been following along with the Sami Zayn bit of the uh, the Bloodline? Oh, hundred percent. Like that. That's gold golden right now. Like he's not feeling so oozy right now. Like, <laughs> oh my god, he broke Roman on TV. All of them, like all four of them, were like sitting there, like holding their, <laughs> covering their mouth. But Roman, Roman cracked a smile at everything. Like he couldn't even <laughs> hold it. Couldn't even hold it. It was just glorious. <clears throat> I do gotta say because we talked about that before, and of course their main event is Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of the fucking Paul guy. Who cares, right? Challenging. Uh, Roman Reigns for the undisputed title. Do you do you think they they would actually give him the titles off of Roman? It's so nonsensical. It almost makes sense. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know. I think I think only one of them's gonna be taken off of them, and not both. Um, or they keep him and he loses them both to the rock at WrestleMania. Well, we all know that that's coming up for sure. So, Hey, he hasn't been there in 10 years. They're just gonna make their big guy just job for him. <laughs> the Vince McMahon way. Uh, Vince McMahon, who I read an article yesterday saying that he is officially done in all of his previous duties. Yeah. Like he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's out, 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 out. No gone, more gone. ties. Thank God. Ding dong. The witch is dead. The witch is dead. Oh, don't be so excited. Uh, part of his uh, leaving severance package means he grew like an extra like $700 million from s- stock buyouts. So there's that. <laughs> oh, so you pay off other women? More than likely. And he's got nothing but time on his hands. So there's probably going to be a lot. All right. Um, yeah. uh, WWE, I don't know. It's like they're... they're <clears throat> The interesting thing about Crown Jewel is that it's at a really convenient time to watch. <laughs> it is, but it also you did see that there is a threat that uh, a terrorist attack from Iran is going to happen. Oh, at, at Crown Jewel? Jewel? Yeah. Wonderful. And you wonder why the wrestlers have such a problem with uh yeah, they have a contingency safety plan in order to get them out and all that stuff, like already done and all this stuff. But yeah, like there's wow. reports saying that there is a imminent attack. I guarantee Triple H can't wait to be done with this fucking contract. Oh, I bet. <laughs> guarantee he's just like, how many more do I have to do? Like, please tell me we're done. Yeah. Yeah. But he did bring back uh, Emma on Friday as well. He did. Yeah. What were you telling me about that? So Emma is officially back. No, Emmalina. It's legit Emma. Um, <laughs> that was the worst gimmick ever. Oh, I know. Ne- that never happened. Um, <clears throat> and then she's back. And then a person from Bray Wyatt's past shows up as well. Uncle Howdy. Which... I a hundred percent not Mark Sherdamas guarantee it's Bo Dallas. It's Bo Dallas, yeah. Pretty much that's what I heard. Everyone's like, that's gotta be Bo Dallas, right? It's gotta be. I mean his voice sounded like Bo Dallas. 
his earring looked like Bo Dallas. Like looks like a frog, smells like a frog. Yeah, well, we've Pops heard like it. A frog. I mean, he's he, he's been on the I mean, he's been on the bring people back train for sure. Which I more power to him. A lot of people we didn't think should have gotten released, right? You know, mm-hmm. and there are definitely those who are much happier elsewhere. See Keith Lee, Adam Cole, you know, a bunch of other stuff, right? Uh, Adam Cole didn't get released, but you know what I mean. Um, I've also heard that um, besides Emma, Chelsea Green is rumored to be coming back to WWE. Heard that as well. And I heard that uh, Triple H is really, really interested in bringing back Tegan Knox, which was like, that was one of his protégés, so that doesn't surprise me in one bit. No, no, and she really hasn't done anything since she's been gone either. She's been streaming some video games a little bit. That's like, that's literally it. So, yeah. So she be she be poised to come right back. Um, there was talks about Matt. They had interest in Matt, but GCW locked up Matt Cardona. Like he's some director of talent relations. And all that <laughs> stuff that's smart because he was one of the best things to happen to them. Hundred percent. Like, don't get me don't get me wrong. Nick Gage is great, but Matt Cardona definitely gives you a little legitimacy in what Nick, he's done. Nick Gage there. is oh the Ric Flair of GCW for sure. Uh, that's a good analogy there. But Matt Cardona, like one of the most stirring images, is when he beat him for that uh, title and got showered by beer bottles. Yes, like people oh, were beer cans. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like it was so good. So. <clears throat> And it doesn't surprise me one bit. He's got so much other stuff besides that as well going on too. So, yeah, the, the major figure podcast, um, mm-hmm. all his other stuff, all he his does, other endeavors. He does. He does a lot of other promotions too, and he still mm-hmm. so the still door still open. He can still do stuff for Impact. He can you know make an appearance for uh, AEW here and there if he wants. You know, we'll see. I don't know. AEW, AEW doesn't really have the room for a story with him. So, no. Um, don't. Yeah, but WWE is doing some good stuff. I know that. Uh, I know that the ratings aren't reflecting it right now. So NXT basically hasn't gotten. They got like a brief little like flutter of a bump, uh, but they still been floating around six hundred. Um, Raw this past week with the, the women's title tag team title change, which I watched that match because it's. EO versus Asuka. I want to see that. And the crowd was in a yeah. frenzy when they were squared off against each other because it's like, yes, fucking yes, right? Uh, 1.5 million. Ouch. Well, all, all of wrestling has actually been pretty much down over the past week, week and a half. True. I know it's that magical time of the year where you have basketball, hockey, football, and baseball all going on, right? Only happens every so often. So there's been a lot of other distractions. Well, no, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the World Series has a lot to play play in. Yeah, because you got Philadelphia and Houston, those two big markets. So that's a yeah, and, and there was no people. game Monday though because they pushed it because of rain. So like, mm-hmm. there was Monday Night Football, but it was the you know Browns and the it was god awful. It is Browns and the Browns and the Bengals. So who's JJ cheering for? I'm cheering for stadium collapse. Nobody dies, but you know, yeah. stadium collapse. I made the mistake of watching uh, hockey that night, and I watched an ice rink collapse, but only the team in blue fell in. Uh, 
apparently. Not going to get on that. Let's talk about AEW, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Dynamite last it. night, Jamie. Let's get to it, man. All right. So Dynamite was a show. Um, God, where do I start? It had a couple good things. A couple what things? Mm-hmm. And a and okay, I see what you're doing there. And then a <laughs> legit WTF like yeah. I don't get this. Before yeah. you do, yeah, I I do know, and I want to set the stage for you because I saw <clears throat> it was around the time that I was watching on Twitter. And I said I saw all these news about Beyond and Prestige and West Coast Pro and blah blah blah, and in my timeline. Video from Brian Alvarez from his you know daily radio show the video version of it you know and he's saying um, that he heard from several sources in AEW something big was happening tonight and he could not get what that is he's like I'm not lying to you I'm not trying to like pull I'm not trying to do this I legit do not know what it is but several people and his co-host is like grilling him like what the fuck man how are you gonna leave me like that right but. Brian Alvarez, pretty trustworthy source, right? Yeah. So that's how I went into this episode, knowing that a lot of people in the company told Brian Alvarez big something big is happening. Yeah. And I thought there was fuel to that fire also on Twitter when All Elite Wrestling also tweeted out Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and tagged them. 100% percent like that was my only guess it's something elite word something is going to be something elite yeah showed them both you know when they won when they won the title like oh okay here we go the elites back you know or whatever <laughs> they are um no we were dead wrong like <laughs> we were so dead wrong. wrong like you want to know how how dead wrong we were have you ever heard of Caden Carter? Cole Carter, actually. Sorry, Cole Carter. Cole Carter? <laughs> He's so unheard of, we don't even know his name. <laughs> so Cole Carter looks like a member of a goddamn boy band. And he's supposed to be like this big secret thing who got zero reaction from the crowd. Like, oh, it's this guy. Right. And everybody's like... Who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, it comes out and screws Darby over in the Sting cut. Obviously not Sting, right? And then we're like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, I, who the fuck is that? It, like, everybody had no clue who he was. Um, I will have to give props to Darby. I will give him props. Instead of getting his ass kicked for 99% of the match, he got his ass kicked for 93% of the match. So, big improvement. Big props. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Jay Lethal looked good. I love, and there's a gif of it, which is fantastic. Because for what it's worth, Darby's suicide dive is amazing. He goes so fast and gets so much speed on it. It's just it's so good. But he did that to Satnam Singh, who didn't move an inch. He <laughs> didn't even budge. It was it fantastic. Was it was so good. He didn't even like didn't his foot didn't even slip backwards. Just stone wall. It was so good. Just stood there. Took it like a champ. But no sold the shit out of it. But after the whole like Cole Carter thing, so there was two 
reveals, if you want to call them that, through the night. Out yeah. from the crowd, because the sting music hits, and out from the crowd comes Jeff fucking Jarrett. Yeah. And then he hits Darby on the head with uh, the guitar. Yep, leaves in a pool of blood. That was cool. Um, and then goes on a five-minute rant about his family creating wrestling, something. I don't know. Yeah, his, fing- his, his family and his fingerprints have been all over AEW. And he's going to be here for a while, but he's going to fill body bags. Choke on that, slap nuts. And then he had his TNA theme, though. That was nice. No, that is nice. Um, he did use that in GCW when he was fighting. Uh, and the last outlaw is the persona he was when he was going up against uh, Effie, by the way. Um, I saw that, and I go, is that what people were teasing to Brian Alvarez? Jeff, Don't get me wrong. He has an official title with All Elite Wrestling. He is the, because Tony Khan tweeted out, he is the AEW Director of Business Development. And Tony tweeted about how basically he's going to be in charge for like, you know, like live events and stuff like that. And growing, he, he does have an, he does have a knack for the wrestling business. He's not wrong on that. Him and his family created, it's now Impact, but TNA. They also created GCW, which they sold to to Impact Wrestling, which was kind of like the biggest wool under your eyes thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, they he he knows the business side of things. So that's not a terrible hire. But Jeff Jarrett as a talent, that's I'm fifteen years past giving a shit about that. Yeah, and, and I think that he's gonna be more of a managerial role. You know, yeah, and get like involved in rain. Yeah, like like he he's gonna manage like the Ring of Honor peeps. I could see him definitely going over with Ring of Honor. I think that makes a lot of sense actually. Um, like he could be the the authoritative figure of Ring of Honor that everybody mm-hmm. hates. He's got that built in. He's done um, that well before, so that's it, good. It, hey, he's got a shtick. Um, so I can see that easily happening. Uh, I definitely believe that he's brought in, uh, you know, to help with the live events and grow the live events and things like that. I think mm-hmm. he really is going to help them there. So, I mean, it's it's a big benefit, but him on my TV screen, like, it just burns my eyes. But if he, <laughs> as long as he's not wrestling, like, if he does like what he did today, I'm fine with it. I can tolerate yeah. it. But He'll like, probably if, get a if couple he, matches here and there, which is fine. Like Madison Rain, like she gets one, like she has one this Friday, but she gets one every once in a while, right? Okay, She's cool. had quite a few lately. Her and her and uh, Blue Sky, Sky Blue, whatever. <laughs> Dyslexia kicking in early for Jamie. Yeah. Um. After after that, I mean, Moxie won. Um. That's fine. Um. The uh, birthday match, match had no had like no meaning whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're not even talking about it. And I and we haven't gotten an order in a while, but I definitely want to talk about the birthday bash. That's cool. Because Daddy Ass's birthday bash. This is Daddy Ass's birthday bash. It was amazing. It was so good, and amazingly enough, they provided the thing that we've been saying for almost two years. AEW needs to make. The foam scissor fingers. How did officially it take this us. long? <laughs> and not only that, um, he also got the best daddy uh, ever. 
you know, world's best daddy. Uh, that was great. He uh, got a pair of scissors from somebody in the crowd. That was also great. And then to I just cherry on top adoption paperwork for Max Caster and Anthony Bowen <laughs> and to Anthony officially Bowens. have him as their daddy. <laughs> it was it was excellent. Like I love everything, and like the crowd was into it and hyped. Um, you know, he couldn't scissor officially because his sneaky swerve like destroyed his hand, so that's why he got the foam finger, so then he could scissor again. Uh, so you know, it was it was a fun time, and then his actual real sons fucked it up. Oh, they came out, and then you had FTR came to save them, and then you know, it, it's fine. I love the fact that <clears throat> this definitely not just because of the catchphrase and the merch and all that stuff, right. Mm-hmm. as over they are and the fact that this is the second time now that they've been on the screen for like 10 minute segments where they're just doing whatever they're doing in the ring it feels like old dx right kind of yeah I, like, I i feel it yeah it's like the like <clears throat> the powers of b have given up on trying to like hold it down they're like fuck it go just do your thing and it's one of the most over things in wrestling Shit, scissoring was done by the Phillies in the fucking NLCS, for God's sake. <laughs> they talked about that, too, which I think is absolutely great. They talked about that. They talked about how they tried to get some of, of Daddy's friends, but some of them were still pissed off he didn't make the reunion. And the crowd's like, oh, that was good. I, I love the childlike wonder that Billy has on his face as he's going through all this. Because he definitely is like, how the fuck am I still over? <laughs> Dude, he's more over than he's been in years. It's amazing. Years. So good. So great. But uh, as you, you called out, the guns and the rest of the firm beat them up. And then FTR came out and made the save. Yep. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit here. Because uh, okay. I want to l- lump in some things together. I hate to I hate to be a one string banjo, but can we talk about the women's division? What's that? That's a good question. So there are three distinct segments on this show that uh, featured female talent. Okay, there was the much hyped about and advertised sit down interview with Renee Paquette, Britt Baker, and uh, uh, Soraya. Which okay. Good. You put on your poster. That's a that's a good thing. You sure, right? And then they threw a swerve at it that Britt bailed on them. So it was a basically a one on one interview with Britt and Soraya. And like, okay, whatever, right? Super short. Shortly thereafter, you had a little interview behind the stage, Britt, with her interviewer Tony Schiavone. I do like that. Um, yes. And uh, Jamie Hader. You know, and it's just more more of the same that they've already done, you know, back and forth. But they're here to fight. So they're going to fight on Friday. Somebody find them a tag team. Cool, right? Then you had the women's match of the night. Here's what I will say about this match. This match would have been just fine if you had two women's matches. This could have been that second one, that the other one, right? It was... Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir. Does that sound familiar? It sure does. We've seen it before, and it got over about as well as this one did. But 
we did have Nyla Rose on t- the top of the ramp wearing the belt and taunting throughout the entire thing. So it was a bit of a comedy match. No one paid attention to the wrestling whatsoever. That's probably good because it's Marina Shafir and Jade Cargill. And that was your women for the evening. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's something, man. It's something. I I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. We'll see. We'll see what happens next week. I'm gonna, always, a, I'm gonna give him a pass. Uh, I'm with you there. They made the effort to have multiple things going on. They had multiple storylines. And like I said, if you had two women's matches, I've been perfectly fine with this whole Jade Cargill, Maria Shafir, with the Nala Rose, the comedy. Because, like I said, that's a perfectly fine secondary match. But when that's your only women's match of the night, that just fucking sucks. So. All right, sure. so I wanted to, I wanted to divert to that. Um, what else? What else was there? There was a few other matches and some stuff. There, there was a couple um, of promos I want to save for talking at the end. Yeah, I mean the the main event um, was Samoa Joe uh, going against uh, Brian Cage. That was fine. It was it was a good match. Um, but my th- the match of the night for me was the. Ring of Honor Championship match between Chris Jericho and to be announced. And I felt this was on on the nose. I felt like with everything that's going on, this person was on the nose, and that was not Claudio like everybody was thinking it was going to be. Oh, no. It was Mr. Boom Boom himself. (sighs) Cannot believe (laughs) that my eyes saw... Colt, Colt fucking Cabana. Cabana. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> insane. Like, he came out. He looked good, too. He looked pissed. The crowd was like, you know, welcome mm-hmm. back. Like, giving him all sorts of love. And I felt like that was like 100% slap in the face of CM Punk. Oh, this is like, if you need confirmation that CM Punk's not going to be back in the AEW, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Toy Con puts Colt Cabana in a title match at the end of hour one on TV. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, CM Punk. Yeah, and Colt lost because of the handicapness that is well, DJAS. Sure. But it didn't matter. Like he was on TV, he showed out. It was actually a really fun match. It really was. Um, those two, you know, definitely put on a, a, a great show. Now there were. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say it was just interesting because, like, look at the two ROH title matches. On paper, Brian Cage and Samoa Joe. I mean, that should be everything I want, right? I just couldn't get into yeah. it at all. Like I, there was just no emotion in it. it. It was just kind of a spur of the moment, and it was fine. Yeah, but Cole Cabana being back, love it. Yeah, that that had more undertones than anything. Like I think that was the whole thing. Like, hey, everybody's wondering about CM Punk. Not anybody. <laughs> Here's your sign. Um, the Orange Cassidy Ray Phoenix Luchasaurus match. Was fine. Is after the match was the more pertinent stuff. You know, they continuing on with the whole like Ray Phoenix and you know or um, Pac, you know, split from Death Triangle, whatever. But it was it was it was who came out then to answer uh, with 
Pac beating up uh, Orange Cassidy after the match. Yeah, so you had um, after the bell, Shibata with Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, and Trent Beretta hit. And then Shibata confronted Orange Cassidy in mm-hmm. a contract. So they're fighting on Friday. It's the they're fighting poison. on Friday. Now, Shibata. Shibata, who we've seen in AEW before. Uh-huh. Back uh-huh. from Bendor. So my head of going back to Alvarez, and I'm like, this must have been what he was talking about, right? And even at that, it's still, I don't know. Now, Shibata's great. It's not like this wow moment, though. Yeah, I don't. I I think the big news was, unfortunately, Jeff Jarrett. I think it was too. Because he was. I mean, he was announced as all lead after. That's probably what it was. So. So there, there were two vignettes I did want to talk about. Yeah, me too. The the second teaser for um, our our elite people. so we'll see how that turns out. It showed them, you know, with the trios and then scratched them out and got the other, uh, got Pac and them winning it. So I was like, okay. Did you so they, pay attention to, because uh, showed us somebody at a computer, video editor type of thing. Did you pay attention to the, what was written on those file names? No, I did not. Go back and look. Someone has a screenshot on, on uh, Twitter. And if you're reading this and you haven't already seen it, on, on we'll, we'll probably retreat it out, but... There's a few different ones there, and they had some different matches. And then there was a video file that just says, delete the elite. Uh-huh. So like Easter- what I was saying. There's some Easter eggs in here for sure is what I'm getting at. Yes. Okay. I like it. Uh, but the vignette that got me the most excited, I oh. bet this is the one that got you the most excited. You better believe it. And I, we all know it made Heather really excited too. <laughs> um, and that is the House of Black oh, teasing God. their return. Now they had a, they had some individualized, their same thing, but kind of split for each of the four characters. They released uh, a few days ago on Twitter and on Instagram, right? But this was their first official like vignette on AEW programming. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? How do you, and it looks how do you... like they're adding people too. They're adding women. By the looks of it, I don't know. I mean, what do you, what is your take on it? Because it shows a lot of death and rebirth stuff, right? Yeah, it's Julia Hart overseeing kind of like the burial by burial by sea, burial by you know you know the burning and the actual mm-hmm. burial of three individual bodies. Right, I but then there's rebirth. I don't know. I don't know that some like the symbol like Heather's gotta let us know what this all means because it's like it was. I was just reveling in it, but I didn't understand shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the the pagan uh is definitely sending out some kind of cryptic things here about uh, death and rebirth, and like maybe it is more about their mental state before, like the death of how they didn't care about things and the rebirth of them you know being a united front and getting after it like i mean there's a couple different things that can go about about with this i think julia hart being that centerpiece does make a lot of sense um 
smart. I think too. she's I think she's the key, man. I think Malachi is the leader, but like they, they could definitely make it where she's the glue because she's the one that they turned, you know, like legit mm-hmm. turned. So she's in all the way. Like Manson family style. So do you think there so you made reference, do you think there's an expansion of them? I don't I don't think they need it, A. I don't either, but like, there's a whole bunch of people there. They just could be extras. I, I'm but, pretty sure they're extras, dude. I don't know, man. Like one of them, like that looks like a wrestler. Um, do you look like, so a, I'm do you watch like, a, like a Bulgarian wrestler by chance? No, no. no. <laughs> he does not need to be a part of that. He needs his own thing. He needs a damn belt quickly. He's so good and so over. I know. I I have faith. I have faith. I'm losing it. <laughs> you are. I'm losing faith that Tony is going to miss the boat on Rusev Day all over again. Like, you got this guy. He was Rusev Day and he was over uh, as fuck, was... and they tried to bury him, and the crowd wouldn't let it, and Vince hated it. And then they got to the point where they're like, fine, we'll take it over. And then they killed and then they murdered it, you know. And they killed it, yeah. I and hear he comes, you. Uh, he comes here, was huge, got even bigger, got hurt, came back bigger, and nothing. I still believe, because he has been doing other projects as well, too, for what yeah. it's worth. He's got a TV show now. Cool, <laughs> right? I think they got picked up. I don't know. He had, he had a pilot that he filmed, at least, and nothing else. But I still believe. There are people who is kind of like let's let's get ROH out of the way so that we so we can have separation. Yeah, I feel like that is the thing. It's like I don't want to. It's like I I need that big. I need a big splash post this kind of like actual split. Split's not the best term, but you know what I mean. You know, I need mm-hmm. something there, so I'm saving you for that. That to me got it. Maybe I'm just justifying that, but that's got to be it, I think. Because why wouldn't you use him if he's available? Excellent question. I would love to have an awesome answer to that, but I got nothing on it because I'm perplexed. Absolutely perplexed. Okay. Well, you guys let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about about Miro and also about House of, uh, House of Black. Can you can anybody trans? I mean, Heather will do this for us. We know, but anybody else <laughs> decipher this code for us? What does this mean? It's like, oh my god! So, are you? Let me ask you, Jamie. Are you expecting to see them around full gearish? Uh, there or the Wednesday after? Okay. Are you on board with me expecting to see uh, the Elite at full gear? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. We will see the Bucks and Omega. We're about 10 days out from full gear. 11 days out. It's the 19th. So we're, we're a little over two weeks third. out from full gear. I don't I yeah. time. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Man. 14 days. So we're a couple days. We're a couple weeks out. Let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. So do you have anything else you want to get to on this episode? You're very, no, you're very no. mu about a lot of this stuff here. 
Yeah, it was uh it was an okay episode. Wasn't great. <laughs> Wasn't great. They can't all be bangers, guys. So. No, I I I oof. Hot take. Smackdown was better. That is a pretty hot take, but sorry. From watching Dynamite, I can't argue sorry. with that. I don't I'm looking at this, I mean the two promos are the biggest things that I liked. The elite thing, hundred percent. The vignettes, the vignettes—they weren't even real promos; they were vignettes. Yeah, two little vignettes. Like Moxley's promo, eh? This is daddy ass. Daddy ass birthday bash is great, but that's that that's, that, that's that was the highlight. And, and then Cole Cabana. Yeah, I mean, was, the matches weren't terrible. You know, the triple threat match was fine. Yeah. You know, the opener opener was good. It was. They they were solid fine. matches, except for the women's match. They were solid matches, all the way around. Um, didn't really didn't really get you. Yeah, just it was okay. Like I was still left like happy. <laughs> like I enjoyed the show. Yeah, it's, you know, it's work like, one. They they every show doesn't have to be a banger. That's kind of the thing. So it's like we're building this up here, and especially right now because they're starting to build things for the next one. They did announce. Jamie Hader going against Tony Storm at full gear. Please, for the love of God, have her drop that title. But they won't because they want Tony to be the one to unify off of Thunder Rosa. And maybe Thunder Rosa shows up. Who knows? I feel like they're building full gear. I feel like they're planning a lot of things for full gear. Like a lot mm-hmm. of surprise things. It just, it's got that vibe, right? Absolutely, it does. That's we shall crazy. see. So. Well, that's what we got for this week. Um, so uh, please, like I said, give us a comment. Let us know what you guys thought. Uh, we will be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Uh, see where we go. As I said, we're inching closer to this. Uh, it'll be post-Crown Jewel. We'll see if anything happens. Uh, part of me just, I don't know. I just got this weird feeling that it's so, if I say the words, Jake Paul beats Roman Reigns for both of the top titles. It sounds so crazy. It almost makes sense that it'll happen. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll see. And then watch WoW this weekend. Like I said, Wrecking Ball is making her debut. If you're not watching it, you should be. Jamie's told you this before. If you, can't, if you don't have TV contract, you can't see on TV, you can subscribe to their YouTube for free. You can subscribe to ours for free too. But you can subscribe to their YouTube for free and watch it the Monday after. Absolutely. Truth. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate you giving some of your time. Jamie, take us home, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I got four words for you. Happy birthday, daddy ass. We're getting better at that. <laughs> yes. See you guys next week. Peace.